Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Is It Better Than Who by Santana, the world's first and only musical comedy game show where there are no winners, no losers, just moved by Santana. We have an interesting dynamic today. We have two guests who have been on the show before, but this is their first versus episode. So please welcome Peter and Keaton. Guys, how are we doing today? Thank Hello. you, Alex. Be back. <laughs> yes, it's been over a year for both of you guys um, coming on the show. So um, are you a little bit nervous? Uh, Keaton, you want to start us off on that? I mean, I'm ready to shake off these cobwebs. Uh, it's been a year, but I've been thinking about it, you know, for a while. And I think I'm ready to uh, make a return. Yes, indeed. And I can uh, reiterate that as well. I'm, I'm hopping on the old bike, you know, shaking those cobwebs, cracking the fingers. Oop, you hear that there? Oh, I can hear that. Yeah, you have a good microphone. Yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> Yeah, I'm ready to get going. I mean, of course, you inspired me to start my own music game show podcast. Uh, shameless plug, music match play. Check it out. But uh, yes. yeah, I, I love it. I love this yes. show. Oh, I appreciate it. Yes, and Peter has a good show of his own. So, Peter, do you have this podcast of your own where you're listening to a lot of music and comparing songs? Do you think that has made you, you know, an expert at this? Do you think you're going to be able to handle this challenge a little bit better than your opponent today? I think so. Like, I mean, this is uh, this. Is, I do this on a weekly basis, daily basis, really. I mean, deciding among songs. So, uh, if this was a competition between Keaton and I, I think I have the upper hand. Uh, no offense, uh, old boy, Keaton. None taken, Peter. None taken. <laughs> so, Keaton, Peter does have this experience. What do you feel like you can bring to the table to even out the playing field? Uh, I will say that I do not. Um, I do not have the perspective of the podcast producer, but I am a, a podcast fanatic. Um, I uh, have a 30-minute commute to work. It's an hour of driving each day. I listen to podcasts all the time. I have uh, probably uh, almost days of podcast experience uh, under my belt, and um, as well as, as, a, as a very deep uh, uh, song profile and, and, and uh, library of of music and in, in my in the old noggin so i think i can hold my own i think peter's uh might be uh, underestimate me a little but um i'm excited i, I say let's throw it down mm. interesting so since you guys have neither been on a versus episode yet um how agreeable do you feel like you are when it comes to these decisions are you someone who's gonna fold quickly or do you think you're willing to try to work it out and find some middle ground? Peter, you want to start us off on that? I mean, I think I'm a kind of fight to the death type of thing. Because, I mean, I do this in, in, in music match play where we kind of – it's three of us trying to decide which song advances. So I kind of – like I said, going back to that experience, it's uh, – it, I know how to debate a song. I know how to throw it in different situations to make you say, which song is better? Uh, so if I like a song, I'm going to fight to the death. I mean, you know, no joke, no lie um i will say keaton has that fresh perspective i i could be like an old man on his couch telling people to get off his lawn so i mean i, I think maybe the experience might hurt me in in some ways too so uh, i'm excited though to uh to fight keaton on some of these uh choices well peter you know they call me old silver tongue i can mm. talk uh an eskimo into buying some ice you know <laughs> it, i can be very convincing when i want to and i think uh You've yet to feel the full, 
forefront of my of my uh, my linguistic prowess. So uh, let's 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 see. I, I think uh, I can I can be very convincing. You're a ham and egg. <laughs> so um, you guys maybe all agree. I think this could be the end of a friendship. Would you guys think like if a friendship were to end from this podcast, it would be a worthy cause? Keaton, would you like to start us off? You know, Peter and I go way back. I don't have a lot of friends that I can say that about. Um, but if he, uh, if we, uh, you know, it, you know, this is a an unmovable object meets an unstoppable force situation. I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to throw down the gauntlet. And if he's ready to to absolutely end our relationship and uh, just cast all all memories aside and forget about the whole thing over a song, then so be it. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, like you say, and I'm pretty sure you say it still, uh, we're not here to make friends. And in fact, we're here to destroy friendships, Alex. Um, I mean, there's really not much else to say. I mean, if he gets in the way of a song that I like, then, you know, move, get out the way. <laughs> As a ludicrous once said, famous, mm-hmm. famous singer, I'm sure. Sure, he's I, I, I may have. Um, <laughs> oh, he's the guy that Justin Bieber got famous. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yes. He was in the Too Fast, Too Furious or something. One of those. One of those. <laughs> I'm not a big National Geographic fan, so I haven't like seen. Yeah, seen that. I mean, the, yeah, the cars transform in there as well. So. Oh, oh, yeah. okay. That sounds yeah. that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, the, yeah. It's pretty awesome. I don't really watch movies. I've seen one movie approximately 200 times. Uh, Garfield: Tale of Two Kitties. Oh, that's hello. the only DVD I own. So I that's the only. <laughs> Haven't got Netflix yet. Uh, they haven't shipped it to my house, so haven't set that up yet. But yeah, I, mean, I usually get it from Blockbuster, and so uh-huh. check that. We uh-huh. I forgot about Blockbuster. Hop in the, the the old VHS and then you know rewind it. You know how it is. You can yeah, you can't forget to rewind it. They'll they'll uh, charge you for it. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's what everyone does, right? Come on. So as much as I could talk about Blockbuster all day, we do have a podcast to record. So you guys ready to get started? Oh, are we live? Oh. Do it. Oh, let's, yeah, do, let's it. do it. <laughs> well, uh, in 2020, science have discovered that Smooth by Santana is the exact middle point of all music. With the help of my guests, we'll listen to every song that has ever been made and decide whether or not the song is better or worse than a Latin alternative rock classic. Eventually, by the end of the show's run, all music in its entirety will be classified in two categories. Here are the rules. I'll go through eight different songs from eight different genres by eight different artists. After listening to each one of the songs, it's up to the guests to decide whether or not the song is better or worse than Smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas. If the song is better, the guests will say, man, it's a hot one. If the song is worse, the guest will say, forget about it. One of those options must be chosen by the guest, but the guest is able to elaborate if they please by choosing a soft or hard option. For example, they can say that's a hard hot one if it's much better than Smooth by Santana, or a soft forget about it's slightly worse. But since this is the first episode, we have a different rule that's kind of thrown into play. We're not allowed to move on to the next song until both guests agree. So someone's going to have to fall at the end of the day if there's any disagreements. But we might have a perfect eight for eight agreement, but I don't think that's happened yet, so... We'll see how this plays out. The song will also be played for you at home, so feel free to play along and email me your opinions as to whether or not the songs are better or worse than Smooth by Santana at manitahawan at outlook.com. Mm. All right, those are the rules. You guys ready for song number one? Give it Later to on. me. Later All right, on. well, song number one's a hit. We begin and in each episode with a hit. Something that people know, something that people recognize. Well, this hit's actually pretty recent. It's from 2016. We all remember 2016 pretty fondly. It's a dance pop song, and it is Closer by the Chainsmokers featuring Halsey. Closer. 
just fine before I met you. I drink too much and that's an issue, but I'm okay. Hey, you tell your friends it was nice to meet them, but I hope I never see them again. I know it breaks your heart. Moved to the city and I broke down driving. Four years, no calls. Now you're looking pretty in a hotel bar. And I, I, I can't stop. No, I, I, I can't stop. So, baby, pull me closer in the backseat of your rover that I know you can't afford. Bite that tattoo on your shoulder. Pull the sheets right off the corner of the mattress that you stole from your room. song number one that was closer by the chain smokers featuring halsey the chain smokers are a dj duo from new york city new york the song comes from the group's debut album titled memories do not open which topped the billboard 200 chart the song itself topped the charts in 17 different countries including the billboard hot 100 chart where it stayed for 12 consecutive weeks at number one and 26 weeks in the top five the song also features vocals from the pop singer halsey and to receive the songwriting credit as well. So, Peter and Keaton, is it better than Smooth by Santana? I guess I'll go ahead and uh, jump on the grenade first here, Alex. Um, Alex, give me a give me a hot one for five hundred. Mm. Mm. I think I think you forgot what show we're on, but it's okay. Continue. It's okay. I I pretty sure I did this last time. Has anyone else done it since then? No, no, you, no, you started the trend, and, and you. I guess you're the one to continue it. I guess so. I guess I'm the only one to watch Jeopardy. Uh, but That's yeah, true. this I'm not. A, I'm not. I don't smoke chains, and I don't chain smokes. But uh, man, they they brought it with this one, uh, and it brought me closer. Look at that tying the song name, whatnot, uh, mm-hmm. and then Halsey as well as adding her element to it. I mean, this this is peak <laughs> performance. This is peak for them, pretty much, right in that mm-hmm. mid uh, 2010s era. Um, I don't think I need to do much argument. I, I feel like Keaton's probably going to sway this way as well. But man, I this, this is a this is a good freaking song, and I, I love it. And it it really brings back memories, and it's also uh, the energy it brings. It, it I mean, uh, it's still fresh, still very fresh compared to. I mean, it's five years old now, but I mean, this this could come out right now, and you know, it'd still be a hit. So there's a no. It's a reason why. What was it, 12 consecutive weeks or whatever it was? Yep, 12 straight weeks and number one. Well, there it is. It might as well have been five straight years, you know. <laughs> so uh, that's my choice. Uh, I guess uh, I guess Keaton will have to argue me or not. <laughs> making this too easy on me. This one is a certified hot one. And it's a hot one. And mm. uh, I, I, I might even give it a hard hot one. Oh, God. And uh, I think we can, but, you know, we're both agreeing. We're both on the same side here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this song is just one that elicits so many memories. I think if if you're starting your college career around the 2015, 2016 era, this song will bring you back right right into the fray of 
whatever college local watering hole that y- you and your boys or or the or the, your your group were to uh, were to go out and and enjoy. Um, and I, I could talk about the vocals, the catchy beats, the uh, the lyrics of the song, but I think this one is just about memories um, for me. Um, and uh, boy, are, do I have some good memories associated with this. <clears throat> I mean, I I, I could I, I'll I'll delve in a little bit to the to the lyrics here because there's a couple ones I think are really worth noting. Now, when he says. Like that mattress that you stole from your roommate back in Boulder. Now I've, I've been to Boulder, Colorado or Boco as the locals like to say, I don't know if either of you guys have uh, ventured over to the, to the Rocky mountains, uh, east east of the Rockies. Uh, but Boulder is a town, um, famed for its mattresses (laughs) and, a lot of people don't realize this, um, you know, when they go there, they, they, they look around and they see the uh, flat irons, they see the, uh, you know, the, the planes and they see the, the elk and, and they think, what a beautiful place. But really, people go there for the mattresses. Mm. Um, there's just a lot of great mattresses you can buy, great deals um, that, that, you can, that you can find there. And people travel from all over the, the globe uh, to visit Boko for the mattresses, and it isn't it isn't unheard of that you you have uh, you know you hear over here in a coffee shop or or a, a, a ski rental uh, uh, store that you know someone stole my mattress, mm. right? <laughs> so it's just it's just one of these little it's just a little niche line that most people overlook, but to someone, you know, who's been to Boulder, you know, it, it could mean everything. It peppers there, some extra substance on it that I didn't even know about. I mean, that's pretty, yeah. that is pretty cool that, you know, there's there's more than meets the eye with this song. Interesting. Yeah. I got you. So you both mentioned memories associated with the song. Um, I guess, you know, for both you guys, we're all kind of around the same age. It kind of came at a formative time in our lives. So, you know, that's why it's kind of remembered fondly let's say take all those memories away song is released today do you still think it would have the impact or you think it'd still be a hot one or you think um you know it's being from when it was released kind of gives it that edge oh i can definitely see this being an absolute flamethrower on a uh, tiktok i mean this is it's i'm sure it is right now i'm not on tiktok right now but i mean i'm sure they are just playing the hell out of this and they would be playing out of this it just got released today um yeah i mean I, I think the memories just add on to it i mean the fact that i mean around that time we all met all three of us so that hey i mean i know we didn't like listen to the song together but when i hear the song i think of that time period and think of y'all and think of all the good times during that uh period so i think it's a it's a timeless classic really it goes up there with beethoven and Ooh. mozart and uh drake and uh, what <laughs> <laughs> this song i'll just say it I'll go ahead and say it. I'll go out on a limb and say it. This, this song put Boulder's booming mattress industry on the map. <laughs> we were all thinking it. <laughs> they went to the mattresses with it, as they would say. Love it. But you know what else I love? Hot Ones, which we have this, uh, this, this very first song. So we got a solid hot one from both of you guys. No arguments just yet, but we're starting this episode off strong. And we're going to move on to song number two. 
It's a little bit more recent. It's from this year, 2022. It's a Folktronica song. And if everyone's thinking I made up that genre name, I didn't, but I wish I would. It's uh, a mix between electronic music and folk. Yes, that's that story that's of my it, life. Uh, that, one <laughs> One Direction is a folktronic song. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, this look at that. Who didn't know? <laughs> so I, yeah, see, I didn't. I didn't make it up, people. Because yeah. One Direction did. Believe it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this song comes from this year. It's by an artist named Alex G, and it is After All. Song number two, that was After All by Alex G, a 2022 Folktronica song. Alex G is a singer, songwriter, and producer from Havertown, Pennsylvania. The song comes from his most recent studio album release titled God Save the Animals. In total, Alex G has nine studio albums and two EP releases. The song also features additional vocals from folk singer Jessica Lee Mayfield. So, Keaton and Peter, is it better than Smooth by Santana? Alex, after all that listening, mm. forget about it. Uh. God save the animals. More like God save my ears from those vocals. Mm. Are you kidding me? I mean, uh, listen, I'll give him this. The beat is good. The tones are nice. But, man, when those vocals kicked in, I just went straight to forget about it. That's all I got to say. Pete, what, what do you think? Mm, mm, mm. You drive a, a good point. Oh, man. I, I do. I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm going to give my answer. Don't worry eventually. But I'm just going to talk about it first. Uh, I do agree with the. Uh, the beat is, is excellent in the beginning. It draws you in for sure. The vocals. They're different for sure. Very different. Um and I guess if you are watching this unofficial music video too, that that adds a different element. It's a uh, it's a very moody song, I'd say, and uh, it's one that I think can uh, can grow on you. I don't know about these first uh, 
first impression feels about it. I, I think it's it's probably hit or miss for many folks. Um, but I think it's a song that can grow on you. I think if I ultimately though make a choice, ah, I don't know. That's that's a tough one because I do want to kind of kind of fight for it a little bit. But uh, I think it it'll probably. I'm torn, but I, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say hot one. I think this one is gonna grow on me. I know I I went back and forth on there, but I'm gonna say hot one. Yes, I I can see you are going crazy, but uh, I it's just it's I know I get it, Keaton. I get it. That first the first impression you get that beat and it's drawing you in, and then you hit the vocals and you're like, what? That's that's not my flavor. But I kept listening to it, and I said, you know what? I can see myself eventually growing to it. And I definitely, I'm look. I'm a guy that loves uh, movies, and, and you know, if you apply the right uh, song or soundtrack to a movie, uh, then it just enhances it even more. And I think this is a type of song that you can put it into some sort of content and uh, really go wild with it. So I'm, I'm gonna fight for it. I'm gonna say it's a hot one. He, mm. it just me, like you're trying to convince yourself. I mean, it's true. And if you if you say uh, the song grows on you, and that, that could be true, I've only listened to it for about a minute, but my first impre- first impressions are big. Yep. And and if it if it if the first impression for you is it's growing on you, that implies I think that it's not doing too much for you at the moment, but maybe after a couple listens, you know, it's an, it's an acquired taste. I think. I think you really want to 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 give it a, a forget about it and maybe revisit it later and and then decide from there. But as it sits right now, I think I think uh Pete, your inner self just wants to to just to forget about it. No, I don't think so. I, I just I mean I was trying to forget about it, see? I was trying to, but it just kept calling my name. It kept drawing me in. After I got <laughs> it's like dipping your toe into the pool, right? And you're like, Oh, that's cold. Ooh that's scary but then you start putting the whole ankle in there and then another leg and then all of a sudden you're you're head deep in that and you're like this ain't bad come 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 into the water it's nice uh so keaton please come into the water dude i'm telling you give it i think look you you had a long day i get it you know it's works tough and and you don't want to listen to this you want something more uh like closer uh, but I'm telling you, this one, it's going to hit you in the right mood. Maybe, you know, uh, light up a cigarette or something uh, and put it on. I'm telling you, it's it's a good burn. It's a slow burn, but it's a good burn. Please. Pete, Pete these are all these are all bad signs. First of all, my day is not ending. It's just begun. <laughs> Second of all, cigarettes. Mm. Now You have to start. You have to pick up a, a, a vice like smoking cigarettes just to just to be able to enjoy the ambience of this song. I don't think that's, I don't think that fares well for your assessment. And, uh, once, once again, I think, um, just the initial reaction to this song was so, uh, it was so hesitant. It was, it was very on the border from you from, and I think, I think it just sounds like you're trying to convince yourself. Let me ask you this, Pete, Mm. what, would you put this song? Tell me honestly. Would you put this song on your playlist? Good question. You drive. Uh, you drive a good question. And uh, I'm saying right now, right, right at this instant. 
It's this instant. You know, I was listening to it at first, no, but but when I kept listening, I was like, you know what? I can see this on the freaking playlist. I'm about to actually I was about to add it after uh after we get off of this little little thing here and uh what what playlist would you add it to? Uh probably the the <laughs> was the kids saying a mood? Uh, like a, kind of a moody playlist, like if I just want to chill and relax and you know it's it's yeah. got a low five el- low fi element to it that I really do like. Um <laughs> you know what know. Too, Peter? What? The forget about it playlist. Oh, Ooh. come on. You walk me right into that one. Come on. So I got a question for um both you guys. It's kind of a singular question. Who sure. is probably stronger in their opinion of the song? So we got a hot one and a forget about it. But who do you think has the stronger, like, I'm not moving from this point of view? I think I've made my bed and uh, I'm just sleeping in it. And uh, you can join or not, Keaton. <laughs> the, the bed is open. Pete, you got you to gotta be more convincing. I think if you really love a song and you're really willing to stand behind it, I think I think you'd have a different tone when it comes to, mm. yeah, I'm going to put this on my hot ones playlist. And I only think it's fair that I think you, we both recognize that I have the stronger opinion on this one. And uh, if anyone's going to, you know, not budge, it's going to be me. I came out hot out of the gate. I was saying this song isn't, is not, is not a banger. I don't think you're working with the full information though. That's uh that's, there it is. Um, but you know what, Keaton, we're friends. Um, and I'm going to put this aside. I'm going to say, uh, this one is cold for me right now, just so we can move on. All right. I'm, I'll be the better man. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. I, I am the better man, but I'll, I'll just, I'll be it. Um, I'll, I'll give you this one, uh, so that we can kick that can down the road. Well, thank you for being so charitable, Peter. I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate you keeping our friendship uh, aflame during during these uh, during these tough times. Yeah. Uh, well, once it breaks, then I'm going to start playing the song because it's it's definitely the moody type to be played. <laughs> so, Keaton. So, um, even though you gave this song, I forget about it, and you were able to uh, get Peter to go along with you on this. Um, do you feel like you might want to listen to Alex G's music later down the line? Maybe not this particular song, but do you feel like there may be some redeeming qualities about his sound that you like to check out later? I think so. I wouldn't write uh, the entire artist off on a single song. I think, uh, you know, that's that's a bit naive of uh, someone to disregard someone's entire body of work after listening to one terrible, awful song with, with lousy vocals. But, um, you know... Obviously, it, it left a bit of a sour taste in my mouth, and I think I might be more hesitant to approach some of his other uh, some of his other pieces. Not saying I wouldn't check him out, though. It seems like an interesting dude, new on the scene. We'll see what he has to offer. You like uh, you like moody songs, or are you more of the upbeat type, or what would he, what are we playing with here? I mean, depends. Like, would you go for a song like this? Song by someone if the vocals were better maybe there i think i, I could uh i could see myself listening to, to something like this um i have a i have a, a full range of uh emotions um and i think <laughs> you know there's there's no there's no place where i wouldn't i wouldn't um go i guess with 
Gotcha. So, Peter, uh, mm. now you kind of like, you know, you pushed it aside. You let Keaton have his way. Are you expecting a favor in return later in the episode? Possibly. Possibly. I, I mean, I don't want to use all my political capital, but, you know, you got to play the game, baby. You got to play the game. Interesting. Okay. So this could have been a strategic move for all we know. All right. So that's song number two. We got to forget about it as a little bit of a, a little bit of a pull for one, but it ended up being a forget about. So we got one hot one, one forget about it. Moving on to song number three and song number three also comes from this year It is a 2022 indie pop song and it is destination by crash adams i'll be your destination tell me your favorite song make me your next location darling what you waiting for i'll take you around the world to show you how i feel about you vegas but we can fly to rome ciao bella let's sit jamaica That was song number three. That was a 2022 indie pop song. That was Destination by Crash Adams. Crash Adams is an indie pop and pop rap duo from Toronto, Canada. The group currently does not have any EP or album releases, but has 11 singles released to date. The duo has a strong social media following with over 2 million followers on TikTok and 300,000 followers on Instagram. So, Peter and Keaton, is it better than Smooth by Santana? Hmm. Uh, Alex, give me a second to answer it. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, I wanted to like it. I wanted to like it. I I thought they had good rhythm. Um, Plane overhead, but uh, it's ironic that his name is uh, Crash Adams because, you know, when I was looking up the song, I was thinking Adam Lambert, or not Adam Lambert, Adam Levine. And uh, it's funny, they sound like a Poor man's version of uh, Adam Levine and uh, Maroon 5. Um, yeah, like I said, the rhythm's good, but it's uh, I'm going to have to go with Forget About It, ultimately. It's a very forgettable, uh, typical pop song. Uh, kind of a kind of a mix of a poor man's uh, Maroon 5 and like kind of a Charlie Puth type of sound. And look, there's a place for it in, in music. And, you know, I'm sure they're good looking dudes that all the chicks love. And, you know, they can sing and make these decent songs. But... It's uh, very forgettable. So I'm curious to see what Keaton goes with here. He's going to fight me on it. Not on this one, Pete. This is an easy forget about it for me. I think uh, these type of songs just, and they're coming out now, it's such a saturated market. Mm -hmm. I mean, like you said, I couldn't have said it any better. Just Maroon 5 ripoff. I mean, 
maybe if this song came a decade ago or something, it, it might have been might have been kept, it might have been new and and somewhat novel. But after so many um, Charlie Puths and Adam Levine or uh, you know Maroon Fives, it just it just sounds like they're they're working off a blueprint, you know. Mm-hmm. I want something. I want something new. Yeah, and this is like a, a Netflix movie almost. Just they just popping them out. Boom. Yeah, I, I actually give points uh, to the previous song over this one just for being original. Mm-hmm. You know, you so your mind on it. What's that? You want to change your mind on the previous one? What's that? <laughs> I think uh, I think this song just lacks originality. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it at that. Interesting. Interesting. So one point I made is that they have a very strong following on social media. Um, and now in the current day and age, you know, you hear a lot of songs getting popular on social media, um, you know, to TikToks and the Instagrams. You know, a lot of artists can find a way of going viral through those platforms. Do you feel like this type of song is trying to achieve that themselves, trying to hit on some like standards that a lot of TikTok songs have done in the past? Or do you feel like it's pretty different compared to what you would find on the platform? No, this is very much similar. I'm mean, this is I'm sure like the Demelios or whatever the top TikTok star is trying to make too. Uh but there are some good stuff that come out of TikTok and are get popularized on TikTok. I always go back to that that lo fi one, uh, don't stay away. I like that song. That one's a good one. And there's plenty of others I can't name off the top of my head that have come kind of popularized because of it. Uh but yeah, this one is just it's like Queen said, it, it's very unoriginal. Uh, maybe 10 years ago if it was a novelty but not in this not in this day and age get off my lawn like seriously kiddos a better myself and the more you you talk about tiktok and social media the more i get the feeling you know there's got to be um software out there that just amount like just takes this amalgamation of all these you know popular songs and and extracts what's what you know the the catchiness the uh the you know the, the the popular elements and just you know just regurgitates it and maybe i'm maybe i'm being a little too harsh on old crash adams here but um to me it sounds like an you know an ai generated pop song <laughs> couldn't, couldn't have said it better myself exactly hmm so even though you do um you know not like the song it sounds like oh, we both got two forget abouts there do you feel like there might be something there that warrants their 2 million followers? Do you think they have something that people do enjoy or are you still kind of perplexed as to how could they have such a following? I mean, people will follow people for whatever reason. I'm sure they're like, I, I'm not watching. I didn't watch the, the video of like them singing it. I just see the lyrics, uh, but I'd assume they're pretty good looking dudes and probably why. And they probably make some prank videos or some picking up girls <laughs> videos or anything of the sort that uh attracts a, a younger audience so yeah i mean i don't have anything against them i don't really know who they are i'm not one of their followers but uh as far as their music uh talent i i think it's forgettable at least with this song <laughs> followers don't mean a lot in this day and age um you know you can buy followers heck elon musk backed out of that twitter deal because he realized how many uh, bots and fake accounts there were i'm not gonna i'm not gonna really give anyone the time of day just because they've got instagram followers mm-hmm. 
I think uh, I think people too place too much emphasis on on social media validation. I think um, I think followers are uh, are sort of irrelevant when it comes to making good music. Mm. Interesting. There it is. All right, so we have another forget about it. We have one hot one and two forget about it. Moving on to song number four, we're getting close to the halfway point of the episode. And song number four, it's a little bit further back on the clock. We're going back to 1983 for this one. It is a 1983 reggae track, and it is Down on the Rocks by Wailing Souls. That was song number four. That was a 1983 reggae track, Down on the Rocks by Wailing Souls. The Wailing Souls are a reggae and rock-steady vocal group from Kingston, Jamaica. The song was the title track from their fifth studio album release. Forming in the 1960s, the group is still active to this day, with their most recent album release coming in 2020. So pretty recent for a 1960s group. Over the course of their career, the group has been nominated for three Grammy Awards, which is pretty impressive. So, Keaton, Peter, is it better than Smooth by Santana? You know what? I haven't, uh, I haven't really given Jamaican dancehall music uh, much time of day, but maybe, maybe I need to revisit some songs because uh, this this one got me going. I'm going to say this is a hot one for me. Down on the rocks. It's it's got a, a a peaceful kind of swinging to it, you know. Uh, he's talking about his his brethren, his sistren, you know, just pulling through tough times together. I think what a what a beautiful thing to sing about. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a feel good song. It's a it's a pick you up song. It's a song that you listen to when you're you're having a a, a tough day and you just need to go down down to the rocks. And uh, I don't know. Think about life. Maybe call a maybe call a loved one, a friend. Talk about talk about life. Get you through the day. That's that's my take. Mm, very nice. Mm. 
and I, uh, I hear your take and, uh, you know, I like drinks on the rocks. I like, uh, I typically like reggae. It's a, it's a nice mellow and this one's very mellow. Uh, I hear your message too. I'm going to say, forget about it though. On this one. Mm. Um, I just, you know, I think it's a little repetitive. Um, I had never heard of them and apparently they have three Grammy nominations. Is that what you said? Yep. Um, I'm not going to hate on them. I think, you know, this is an okay song, but for me, it's just repetitive. And, uh, I don't know. It just doesn't, doesn't quite hit like other reggae songs. Uh, like I would, uh, maybe if I'm on a beach sipping on something on the rocks. Yeah. I think I could like it, but in this moment, I'm forgetting about it. Uh, Keaton, um, I, I, I'd advise you to uh, change your mind on it. I think <laughs> you're getting down on the rocks is what's happening. And you kind of want to drink on the rocks. Um, but, I mean, could you really say you could play this song over and over again? Uh, and aren't we comparing this to Smooth by Santana? Isn't this what the show is? Like, we're kind of comparing it to Smooth um. by the question asked is is it better than smooth by santana so how you get to that answer exactly is this better than smooth by santana i'd I'd go back to that and i'd say i'd like to hear smooth by santana much more than this one so uh i'd I'd phrase it that way i think uh i think you raised a couple a few good points uh one being uh that it's repetitive um now first go around this song right it's it's new i've never listened to it before mm-hmm. down on the rocks i'm sure after the fourth or fifth listen you hear that one too many times you start thinking maybe maybe this song doesn't have a whole lot else to offer so i can see how you how you think that and uh you're right i've i've listened to some other reggae that's got a bit more variety a bit more flavor a bit more color to it and if we're if we're going by the metric of is this better than smooth by Santana, you know, I think it'd be a disservice to Rob Thomas um, to say that this song is is more to offer, um, you know, because, you know, what it's got like two different. Uh, what would you say? Um, different verses, you know, one about sipping tea or coffee, smoking a bit of weed and the other one about Know, living in a house full of 16 people i want to hear a couple other things in there you can't you can't stretch out a song for two and a half minutes just saying down on the rock so i think uh you make a good point if you were to if you were to put this next to smooth but uh you know by um santana and rob thomas from uh, matchbox 20 um i'd say you're probably right it falls a little bit short it falls a little bit short so you're changing your your mind to forgetting about it? I will concede to forget about it. Well, well put. I'm giving you a handshake right now. We're back even. And uh, yeah, you know what? I don't want my songs to be. Yeah, I don't mind a, you know, a kind of a plain, I guess, repetitive song from time to time. Um, and I'm like, I'm not looking for a song to split the atom either. But, you know, I'm just uh, I'm looking for something. Like you said about Closer. I mean, it's a fun beat and everything like that. But then when you listen closer, uh, you see what I did there? Uh, you get a little bit more substance. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's my final statement. I appreciate you for uh, changing your mind. 
Interesting, interesting. So, uh, Peter, you did kind of say, you know, you don't like the repetitive nature of the song. Um, do you feel like you feel that way about the entire reggae genre? Um, you know, songs such as like Deo, the banana song, you know, from, you know, like a traditional Jamaican song that it is, is known for its repetitiveness. But some people say that's a strength. You know, it's memorable. It's catchy. And it's not trying to be something that it isn't. Do you feel like because of that, you're not a fan of the reggae genre or do you feel like it works better in some instances, other instances? um, I think in in dosages and dosages for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I can, I don't really even Dale. I mean, it's not, we're not, you know, talking about it too much, but I don't even particularly care for that song, but in in dosages, when you're in a big arena and they're screaming Dale and you're like on one, yeah, you're probably going to scream Dale back at it. But you know, on my everyday drive to work and I'm hearing that I'm definitely skipping it. So mm-hmm. uh, it's definitely in dosages. Cause there's some reggae songs that um, probably a little repetitive, but they have that wonderful like opening beat. And then, you know, you just, it takes you somewhere. It takes you to a beach. And if you're on the beach, it just enhances your experience. So I don't know. I, I don't hate the reggae genre. I just, you know, some, some songs work, some songs don't different times, different days. Interesting. You feel me, bruh. <laughs> Lord Fireman <laughs> and Keaton, do you feel like um you you were you had the uh the hot one going into um you know your opinion it was a hot one initially do you feel like you would still like to listen to this on your own um even though you did eventually give it a forget about do you feel like you'll find yourself listening to the reggae genre a little bit more after this episode definitely the reggae genre um I don't know about this song in particular but you know, I've got a few songs in, in my playlist, uh, in my reggae playlist that I probably need to, to dust off the cobwebs and give it a good listen because, um, you know, there's something about reggae that that you can't quite find in other music um, for me. You know, um, there's a certain way of uh, looking at life that the, the Rostas have, have mastered, um, you might you might say. And uh, the way that they incorporate into their music is 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 good. It's a good time. It's a good time for me. It's it's a different perspective. It's, and, it's spiritual, uh, huh? You know. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit spiritual, and uh, the way that you can kind of weave a story into a, a dancehall type beat um, is uh, it's fun. I think it's fun. It's like a different kind of uh, folk music. You know, they're telling a story. Mm-hmm. Um, through, through the whole thing and I, I love those little stories they're often pretty comical pretty funny so but yeah yeah all right so song number four will be a forget about as well we have one hot one and three forget about it we are going on to song number five of the song oh wait, wait a minute do you hear that it sounds um it kind of sounds like the weezer alarm oh no <laughs> Uh-oh. It was the first time for me. <laughs> oh, when you hear the Weezer alarm, you know, there's only one thing that's going to come, and that's a Weezer song. So uh, that right there is the Talk Fox solo from Beverly Hills, uh, a very popular Weezer song. And whenever you hear it, we got to listen to a Weezer song. So Weezer is the most played artist on the show. Um, so we've heard the Weezer alarm a few times, but it's the first time for both you guys, I believe, getting a Weezer alarm. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. I'd expect nothing less. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. So this Weezer song, um, Weezer has a new EP out, everybody. Oh. So Weezer's always just making music. It's insane. They just don't stop. 
So um, we got a 2022 alternative rock song here, and it is What Happens After You by Weezer. Sending out a signal Waiting on a call back from you Did I hear an echo? Or am I living in deja vu? Corrosion in the wires Makes it hard for me to understand Part of me is curious Part of me is too afraid That was song number five. As you can tell by the Weezer alarm, that means we had a Weezer song to listen to. And this one was What Happens After You by Weezer. Weezer is an alternative rock group from Los Angeles, California. The track comes from the group's ninth EP titled Seasons Autumn. The EP is a part of a four EP project by Weezer for each of the corresponding seasons. Prior to the EP's release, the group performed the track on Jimmy Kimmel Live. This is the 13th Weezer track to be played on the show, continuing their reign as the most played artist on Is It Better Than Smooth by Santana. So, Peter and Keaton, is it better than Smooth by Santana? Alex, give me... Forget about it. Um, I appreciate Weezer, that it's also you know the most played band on your show here. Uh, and I do like some of their songs, how can you not? Uh, and it's just funny. I always think of when I hear Weezer now, I just think of how they, they kind of make their fan base a little mad about uh, how they always constantly change sounds and everything like that. Uh, and, you know, it's funny because people also complain about artists if they go the other way and they don't ever change their sound, never try to mature. Uh, so I do definitely appreciate that. And this is definitely a different sounding Weezer than I'm used to. Uh, it's very Fallout Boy-ish and everything like that. Not that I don't like Fallout Boy this kind of sound but i just think it's a forgettable song it's just one of those that you make and you kind of just throw in there and you know it's it's just kind of whatever um i just don't have much strong good feelings for it i mean it's an okay song and um yeah i I, i'm trying not to let the beat uh the weezer bias for me uh take over because i do like them like i said but i just can't uh can't say that this is better than smooth by santana and i just I can't say that this will be on my playlist. So what happens after you, I'm not sure. It's forgettable. So, mm. Yes, indeed. Alex, Rivers Cuomo? More like Lake Cuomo. Ooh. Oh. Oh. No flow. Mm. This song is, is stagnant. I mean, it's just... Mm. It's it's not bringing anything new to the table. Mm. It's a tried and true formula that's been overplayed. 
I think uh, Peter is right in the button when he said, you know, it's Fallout Boy-esque. But I also think it's just uh, like this, it lacks originality. It's, it's just, it feels stagnant to me. I think they're playing it way too safe. Mm. I mean, for a band that's got, you know, uh, tons of accolades and a big fan base, um, I think uh, why not play, you know, play with fire? Why not, you know, play like you got nothing to lose? Try something that hasn't been tried before. Uh, your late career, you don't, you don't got to be using auto tune and, and uh, you know, just, it's just, it's, it's outplayed. It's overplayed. It's, it's, it's like it's trying too hard to be cool in, in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I have to agree with Peter on that. Forget about it. Interesting, interesting. So, as I said, this comes from their newest EP titled Seasons Autumn. So they're making a new EP for each of the seasons. Do you feel like this song kind of resonates feelings of autumn or you feel like it's a little bit off the mark? Uh, No, not really. It's just kind of a generic feeling when I hear this song. I'm not it's not in autumn. It's not in summer. It's not any it's not in any style of season. Uh, so I guess they missed the mark on that one, but, uh, you know, I, like I said, I mean, they make some good stuff and I do like what Keaton said about like, play with some fire, go a little, maybe a little folky. I don't know if they've tried that yet. I'm sure they have. I just don't know of it, but I don't know. Just keep playing with fire until you, you know, you burn yourself and then you keep learning from it. So I just don't think this is the, uh, the way to go with them. You know, yeah, this, I'm not sure what the connection here is with uh, Autumn, but this is not any um, uh, golden brown leaf type <laughs> vibe. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think, I think uh, Weezer is, is, uh, I need something, they need something to, to, some to spice up their flow. I think they've um, they've gotten too comfortable. I don't know. Somewhere I'm going to leave it. Interesting. Um, to wrap the song up, what fall related activity would you like to partake in with Weezer? Mm. Well, I guess the easy ones. Happy Halloween. I mean, I'll dress up yeah. as one of them and just go with them. So you you would dress up as Rivers Cuomo, and then whenever they come to your house to pick you up for trick or treating, he's like, "Oh, who are you?" And you're like, "Oh, I'm 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 you." And they're like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. And it's like kind of awkward, and yeah. then you think to yourself, "I probably should have done this because now it's awkward, but you don't want to bring it up uh, to them any further because you know it'd just be more awkward." But now you have to be in the costume for the rest of the night, so it's just yeah. kind of like just weird. Yeah, I'd like yeah, to. Yeah. I'd like to be weird, and uh, uh, okay. I, like I'll try to play Beverly Hills. Mm. Like, you, you like? You like? Oh yeah, I, I. That's a song I we do. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. A, I like it. I'm a. I'm a fan. So. Yeah, I got you. Okay. <laughs> a little strange, but okay. <laughs> Keaton, what about you? What fall activity would you partake in with Weezer? Join us. <laughs> I'd like to go uh, swing through the old. Starby's uh, drive through with, with old Rivers and, and grab a pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> oh, only Rivers? I, if, I mean, you know, if we have a unlimited capacity in the car, yeah, why not bring the whole band along? But I think uh, I always thought Rivers was kind of the 
the front man, the driving um, uh, uh, force behind behind the, the creativity. But um, maybe I'm doing the rest of the band a disservice by not including him. I say, I say why not? Yeah, I mean. I was about uh, to say, what if you guys are like leaving and then Patrick Wilson, the drummer's like, hey, where are you guys going? It's like, oh, me and me and Keenan are about to go get some Starbucks. He's like, oh, okay. And like, he doesn't ask to be invited, but like, he's kind of like implying he wants to be invited, you know? I mean, as long as he's picking up the tab, I mean, I'm not mm. going to go hire bands worth of Starbucks uh, pumpkin spice lattes. Those things aren't cheap. Mm-hmm. Were you going to buy Rivers one? It was like, I'll buy Rivers one, but I can't buy both Rivers and Patrick one. Mm-hmm. I think I would buy Rivers one and and leave it up to him whether he's going to Venmo me back. But if he doesn't Venmo me back, then there's an understanding the next time we go get Starbies, he's getting it. Mm. Kind of like unspoken uh, rule, you know? Yeah. Uh, one, one like little extra question here. Um, let's say he also like orders um, a muffin. He's like, hey, can I have a pumpkin spice latte and a muffin? And you're thinking to yourself, oh, shoot. I wasn't expecting him to get a muffin. Do you still pay for it? Um, I'd have to check the bank account that, that day, but, um, here's my move when, when I check my bank and the balance is low. All right. River says, can I get a muffin? I'll, uh, I'll look at the, the, the waitress, right. I'll, I'll look at the, uh, the, the host, uh, hostess at the window and I'll give her one of these. I'll and, and for the listeners online, um, you're just going to have to bear with me, but I'm, I'm using some facial expressions. I'll say, Oh, my friend here, uh, he would like a, a muffin and I'll, I'll wink, I'll wink at her. Like, like, like give her, do not. And, uh, you know, if she catches up on what I'm putting down, she'll be like, Oh, I'm so sorry. We just ran out of all of our muffins, uh, just before you asked me that. And I'll be like, damn, I'm sorry, River. <laughs> any muffins up in this joint mm. kind of let him like know. yeah yeah you know? and he'd probably make a remark like i bet they have them in beverly hills and yeah. then you'd be like oh yeah that's all you wrote yeah, yeah. <laughs> island in the sun you just start, yeah there's, you just there's also, that out and then he's <laughs> like what about what about pork and beans and you'd be like all right river that's enough references from oh you. say it ain't so <laughs> yeah <laughs> or i could just turn up the song beverly hills as he's asking me <laughs> i'll just be like yeah beverly hills and he'll as he's you know trying to ask me <laughs> for a muffin we'll just go through the roundabout and i'll pretend like i'm not hearing him mm-hmm. too busy jamming out this song's awesome rivers <laughs> y'all wrote this <laughs> crazy that's gonna be a beautiful day when the song is on is it better that's moved by santana but until then we must move on to song number six uh song number six is not a weezer song so i'm um, all those listening just to hear weezer you can leave now this is the only weezer song of the episode if you don't care that it's not a weezer song i guess stick around i don't know I, I can't make you do anything but this song is from 2022 it's another 2022 song Man. we have a lot of those today wow. it's an r&b track Ooh. and it is dose by teddy swims <laughs> Fell on down the stairs 
just don't know if I'll find them things again Slid in my life like a thief in the night And you stole my common sense The sun will never shine and the woods will never cry Till I'm holding you again Love how you kiss every tattoo on my face Yeah, it's the time and place To do what the doctor says Don't see you again Buy more than what I need The perks of being a fiend Is that I get to take a dose of you a day That was song number six. That was Those by Teddy Swims. Teddy Swims is a singer, songwriter, soul, and R&B artist from Conyers, Georgia. The song is his most recent single and is currently not associated with any album release. Prior to creating soul and R&B music, Teddy Swims was very active in the Atlanta music scene in a variety of genres, including post-hardcore, alternative rock, hair metal, and even rap. Teddy Swims has three EP releases to date, with his most recent coming out in January of this year. So, Keaton and Peter, is it better than Smooth by Santana? Alex, I gotta come out and say this is a hot one right off the bat. What a hot one, hot track. Teddy swims. I don't know what the water's like over in Atlanta, but must must have something something in the water. Cause uh I, I was I was caught off guard. Um, normally, I'm not an R&B uh, fan, fanatic, listener, uh, but you know it, it's it's had its moments with me. But boy, this is a this is a fresh air fresh air for me. Um, it's catchy, it's swingy. The uh, the instrumentals are overpowering. Um, all this the, the song is is kind of centered around his his his, his beautiful vocals. I'm surprised. Uh, uh, how, how how will a tune this guy carries but um i yeah i gotta say uh i will definitely be listening to more of this guy if, if any of his other songs are like like dose that's um, i guess uh alex give me uh it's a hot one as well for 500 Man, it's a hot one. Um, mm. I'd like an extra dose of this, you know? Oh. Uh, yeah. I'd like to dip my toes and swim with Teddy Swims. Uh, oh, okay. man. Yeah. This is a, a fresh a breath air, a breath of fresh air. <laughs> I cracked myself up. You, you flew too close to the sun. Yeah. You know, <laughs> wear some sunglasses or some sunscreen on your eyes, whatever it yes. is. Uh, but yeah, this is a. Uh, this is a this is a nice little song. I see it's what five, six months old now. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if this catches on the radio or or something. It's not quite a TikTok song, but and it's it's timeless. It's it's got a nice clean uh, element to it, and uh, yeah, it's centered around his vocals. I, I didn't quite catch everything what he's saying on the lyrics, but I, I can tell it's uh, meaningful and it's uh, it's got some substance behind it. it sounds like a love song, um, and yeah, he. I'm looking at. I've watched the video. And he looks like a cross between Post Malone and uh, 
DJ Khaled and just put them all <laughs> in one. And hey, look, that's not a bad comparison. They pr- produce some good music. Uh, it doesn't matter what you look like, right? As long as the uh, the sounds and the vocals and everything else come together. Uh, but yeah, man, this is I, I'll definitely put this one in the playlist and uh, uh, check out more of his stuff. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, Teddy Swims. How about it? Very cool. So we got a hot one for song number six, the unanimous one. So we're moving on to song number seven. So we're getting kind of close to the end of the episode. And for song number seven, we always choose a theme, something different that we based uh, the second to last song off of. And, uh, you know, sometimes we'll choose like a new song by an already popular artist. Sometimes we'll uh, find a song based on the national day that it is. So this episode will be coming out on September 30th. And funnily enough, that's National Podcast Day. Oh, but, which is it's it's fitting. But the problem is not many songs about podcasting that I'm aware of. So couldn't go that route. So the route that we are going, however, is one I've done once or twice before. It's Strange Collabs. So we find uh, an interesting collab by two artists you wouldn't expect to, to work together. So uh, I believe this is the third time I've done this theme. So it's, it's a fun one. But um, so this strange collab comes from 2013 mm. and it is by uh, the first part is from Billy Joe Armstrong, the lead singer of the pop punk group Green Day. Mm-hmm. And the second artist is Nora Jones, uh, singer, songwriter, uh, classic artist there. Wow. Um, so the, they made a song in the traditional country ballad genre. So here is Long Time Gone by Billy Joe Armstrong and Nora Jones. You cheated me and made me lonely. I tried to song number seven and for song number seven we went off the theme strange collapse so two artists you don't expect to work together and these two artists were billy joe armstrong and nora jones with their 2013 traditional country ballad long time gone uh billy joe armstrong is a pop punk vocalist and guitarist best known for being the lead singer of the oakland-based rock group green day and nora jones is a singer songwriter who has had solo works in the pop jazz and country genres Together, the duo have a combined 13 Grammy Award wins, which is uh, pretty impressive. The album is a reinterpretation of the Everly Brothers' second studio album titled Songs Our Daddy Taught Us, which featured a selection of songs from the American rock duo learned from their father growing up. 
The album found decent success, reaching number 19 on the Billboard Top 200 chart. So, Peter and Keaton, is it better than Smooth by Santana? Alex, give me a minute. I will explain. Um, All right, I'm ready. I do like... I, I like Green Day. I'll say that. Billy Joel, Joe Armstrong. And I appreciate the uh, the effort here as far as kind of branching out to, to something new. Kind of trying to mature your, your sound and just delve into something different and uh, to play with a little little fire, you know. And uh, Nora Jones, I don't think I've heard. I've probably heard something from her. I just don't recall exactly which song, but. I, her name is familiar. Uh, she brought a nice element to it. Um, I'm not a huge country fan. And comparing this also to uh, Smooth by Santana. I'm going to say it's a hot one. Oh, mm. I, I bet you didn't think that I was going there. I, <laughs> I did. I really, I really, liked, uh, really liked it, actually. it's a, It was a smooth, uh, kind of a slow burn. But, you know, this is a type where you... You you drink your whiskey neat and you just listen to it. You sit out on your porch and uh, you watch the grandkids <laughs> <laughs> come about and uh, you know play their little games and you just uh, enjoy uh, people watching, and enjoying the world. Uh, I'm, I, I tell you what, if you didn't tell me this was sung by either of them, you wouldn't think because his voice is so different uh, here, Billy Joe speci- specifically. So yeah, I mean, I was taken aback and I think. This is something that potentially could find its way on the playlist. So uh, mm, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Pete, uh, I uh, I'm gonna agree with you on this one. And it's a hot one. Um and uh, I actually think I might be a bigger North Jones fan than I am a Green Day fan. Oh, um no. or not. I I do love me some Nora Jones. Uh, <laughs> and I was I, I couldn't believe what I was hearing when you were when you were telling me that they had done a country ballad together. Mm. I just thought this is this is crazy. Are they going to put some kind of spin on it? That you know, uh, or, you know, are they might they deface the uh, the genre? But no, they they did a beautiful job. It, um, you know, gave a um, it reminded me of uh, some old ballad singers like uh, Roger Miller and. Marty Marty Robbins and and it really I think it stayed true um, to the the old country ballad simplicity uh, just a guitar and uh, some beautiful harmony mm-hmm. uh, two very very talented singers um, why not why not listen to it <laughs> interesting interesting so um, as you guys have both said you weren't expecting this from Billy Joe Armstrong um, you definitely were not expecting him to work with Nora Jones. Do you feel like the novelty of that kind of pairing helps with the song's overall quality, kind of your perception of it? Or do you feel like you're able to separate that and focus solely on the song itself? That's a a good question. Um, I think it enhances it. I think it helps that you're like, oh, Billy Joe is, he's branching out. I think that that's pretty cool. And then it's actually pretty good and pretty decent. Uh, I'm usually pretty open to hearing, you know, artists try different things. And uh, I mean, we heard it earlier with Weezer. They, they always try different things, but sometimes you hit and miss, but you can always appreciate the uh, the try and the effort. And uh, uh, I think I, I've been noticing a common thing thread between uh, 
Keenan and I is, is the originality uh, of it. And it, this sounds very original, even though I know you said it's kind of a, I guess uh, it's got some makeup from other songs or whatever it is. And, but, uh, you know, this is, uh, this is pure. Like I said, if you didn't know that they're uh, the two singers, you're like, oh, this is pretty nice. And then it just raises it that it's these two uh, combined together. So, yeah, I think uh, it only helps it. I think uh, I I could listen to it on its own and not uh, have the fact that, you know, they're they're two different singers take anything away from it. But I think when uh, artists do this sort of stuff and and do it well, it's it's great because you have it it brings two different genres of fans into a different it it, it introduces a different type of music to them. Um, Not saying that Nora Jones or Green Day fans aren't aren't well read uh, in in the uh, music department, but like maybe they wouldn't have otherwise listened to country ballad um, if their favorite artists hadn't done this collab. So I think it's great when, when artists do this sort of thing and do it, do it well. Hmm. Interesting. Very cool. Very cool. So song number seven, we have a unanimous hot one. Mm. Moving on to the last song of the episode, song number eight, we're going to wrap things up here. So for song number eight, we begin and end each episode with a hit. Some of the people know, some of the people recognize. Uh, we started this episode off with a hit from 2016. It was a dance pop track, Closer by the Chainsmokers, featuring Halsey. So for the last song of the episode, song number eight, we're also going to have a hit. But this one's from 2008. It's a oh. hip-hop track, and it is Day and Night by Kid Cudi. Toss and turn, I keep stressing my mind, mind I look for peace, but see I don't attain What I need for keeps, this silly game we play play. Now look at this Madness the magnet keeps attracting me, me I try to run, but see I'm not that fast I think I'm first, but surely finish last, last Cause day and night The lonely stoner seems to free his mind at night He's all alone through the day and night The lonely loner seems to free his mind at night At, at, at night Day and night The lonely stoner seems to free his mind at night He's all alone, some things will never change The lonely loner seems to free his mind at night At, at, at night Hold the phone all right that was the final song of the episode song number eight eight 2008 hip-hop song day and night by kid cuddy kid cuddy is a rapid pop artist from cleveland ohio the song was a single from his mixtape release titled a kid named cuddy uh the song reached number three on the billboard hot 100 chart and was nominated for two grammy awards and an mtv music award uh rolling stone magazine ranked the song at number 15 of the 25 best songs of 2009 and then Complex Magazine ranked mm. number seven of the best songs of the decade, which is pretty Hello. impressive. Yes. So, for the last time this episode, Keaton and Peter, is it better than Smooth by Santana? One of the few good things to come out of Cleveland, day and night, boy, this is a banger. I thought we started out with a, with a, a big one, um, you know, Chainsmokers. 
But uh, this one, this one harkens back to a, a simpler time, even simpler time. Mm. Uh, again, this is this is going to be a bit of an emotional decision for me. Um, you know, uh, as a young as a young lad in the in the two thousands, um, <clears throat> just had uh, gotten my 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 first iPod Shuffle, mm. filling it to the brim with with uh, artists such as Kid Cudi and and others uh it, it's hard to it's hard to convince it'd be hard to convince me otherwise um it's 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 just one of those that, that tugs at the uh the old nostalgic heartstrings i'm gonna have, i'm gonna have to say this one's uh it's a hot one for me mm. yes sir take take them back Keaton. take them up take us all back to that time yeah simpler times indeed and uh as you can tell from my reaction to it alex give me 1,000 for a hot one. And it's a hot one. Please. Ooh. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Nostalgia-driven, for sure, memories. I mean, this is what, 08? Kind of 08, 09, yeah. Well, it says YouTube says 09. Um, I do remember it from that summer. Just, I mean, more so for the beat and just liking that it sounded different and original and fresh. Um, and then, you know, looking back now and what, hearing it now, you, you know, there's even more substance uh, behind it and uh you know i would say kind of during that mid 2010s era uh like emo rap kind of became uh very popular and i would say this is probably one of the uh foundations for that subgenre. uh kid cuddy is a he's a living legend uh as far as the musicians go and uh you know it's even better that like joe burrow go tigers uh you know he he's a big fan of him and you know i saw them in a youtube uh little video together and they were he's given he said he don't watch sports much but he watches joe burrow and he gave love to lsu so it's like man how can we not say this one's a super hot one you know uh but as far as the song goes man it's just uh it brings you back and it, it really is legit good even if it came out today i think people would be still bopping to it uh day mm. and night <laughs> hey hey bada bing it's a random question. Do you think this song is better to listen to in the day or the night? Wow. Keaton? <clears throat> I'd say uh it, it hits different at night. I mean, you talk it's this, it's a song about isolation and loneliness and um, you know, I'd say that that sort of feeling creeps up on you most often uh in the night. Um for me especially, I think uh you know, you're uh, you're up late. You could be working on college assignments. You could be just uh, going for a stroll, trying to trying to relax before you know hitting the hay. I think this is that this this fits that mood for me. Uh, it's a night song. Yeah, yeah, uh, I couldn't have said it better. It's it's a type of song to clear your head with. Uh, you don't have to be a <laughs> a weed smoker to enjoy this one. Um, mm. I, I suppose it would help it enhance the experience uh but uh yeah i really i think it it's the best at night though i do remember hearing it a lot on the radio during you know the sunny summertime interesting enough but uh i can without doubt nowadays this one's bopping at night interesting interesting so we're gonna end things off with a hot one Mm. So I think it ended off 50-50 for the episode. Yeah. Um, I think Closer was a hot one. And then we had uh, Four Straight Forget About It. 
And mm. I think we ended with three hot ones. So four and four, baby. Very nice. And, and we had one six. disagreement each. So, and we you mm-hmm. know, squared it away. So worked it off. And we got the biggest uh, argument out early, you know, after all by Alex G, you guys were kind of going at it for a little bit. I'm still but... going. I'm still going to put in the playlist. <laughs> so you want the world to know that you do think it's a hot one, but that pesky Keaton is just keeping you. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll, to save our friendship, I guess I'll, I'll mm. say uh, it's a forget about it in this instant, but mm. you can bet your bottom dollar. I'm playing it right after we get off here. Silver uh, time. Silver tongue tease. Yes, that's what they call you. That's what they call you. Mm-hmm. So, those are all eight songs. I have a couple questions. The same three questions I ask every guest on the show. And the first question is What type of music are you currently listening to? What is currently on the rotation? Mm. Who do you want to go first? Keith, you want to do this one first? Uh, yeah, I'll give it a whirl. Um, yeah, let's try. I've been, I've been trying out shoegaze. Oh, hmm. Wow. Uh, I I don't know why. I just it came to me one day in the gym. I was listening to some song and uh, can't remember exactly what what song it was. But um, one of the artists in particular, I'm looking at my playlist here. Hum H U M has been uh, on the rotations uh, quite a bit recently. Um, and uh, yeah, gotta say. It's uh it's been doing it for me. Um and uh I I, I want to take up everyone's time here but <laughs> you know, listen to uh, there's some I've been listening to it for a very long time but uh Gustav Holtz, a mm. uh, little little classical music for you. Um The Planets, great great uh I don't know, you can call it a, a, a symphony actually. It's not an album but um yeah i don't know just a good good ambiance to kind of listen to as you're going about your day doing whatever kind of housework you got going on gotta say venus bringer of peace i think is probably my uh my favorite one p what's what's on what's been on your rotation nice man yeah i, I haven't heard any of those but i'll definitely check it out so kudos for for the new rex I like it. Um, you know, I'm much like you, Keen, as far as like we being working men, you know, you gotta, you got a long period of time to kind of fill in the, uh, you know, the ears. Um, so I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, a lot of movie stuff. Um, I'll just give a shout real quick. I know we're supposed to be talking about music, but like the rewatchables, uh, beyond the, beyond the screenplay podcast, those are typically my go tos. But as far as uh, music, I mean, yeah, when you run a, a music match play podcast uh, yourself, you just start having to listen to music to try to figure out which ones to put in. And uh, in my next uh, episode is going to be having R and B as a wild card genre. So mm. been hitting the R and B trail a little bit with a little old Neo and a little little Rihanna as well, and some some <laughs> little Wayne. I know he's more rap, but some of his R and B stuff. And yeah, man, Mario uh yeah but i'm usually a mixed bag i mean i love indian alternative rock so that's you can definitely see that sprinkled in my playlist i'm looking at it now um and uh interesting actually i guess one of the underground ones is a, a youtuber that i follow uh live love serve is that what their name is well their their main dude ryan he, he goes by rhino 
he he's a bit of a rapper musician himself and i was like let me give him a listen and yeah he sounds like a like a baby drake so i went ahead and put him in uh, my playlist uh, so give him a shout out uh, but yeah usually pretty much i'm pretty basic i guess the kids would say uh the usual cast of characters whoever's really popular whoever's really playing on the radio so that's uh that's what's been in my rotator cuff interesting interesting very cool so any song or artist recommendation i know you kind of stated both of them <laughs> both of you guys stated some but like anything that you feel like maybe is underground that you feel like, like needs even more, more underground than what we just even did more underground keep digging to the core huh to the core some of the, throw me something i've never even heard of okay let me let me see so rhino is one of them uh gosh man this <laughs> these are all if that's well, as far as you go, that's fine. I was just curious. Keaton, you got anything? I think uh I think Hum is a is an interesting one to to get into because they just put out a uh a new album, like I think this year or last year, and uh they were like putting out stuff in the nineties and all of a sudden um they uh I don't know, they just I just decided to get back together and put together one last album. Um, all, this isn't, I wouldn't say it's, um, underground, but it's a, it's a, it's a genre. I think it, it, it's probably overlooked and, and maybe, um, considered, you know, old school, but, uh, electric you by mm-hmm. kid bloom, very group. It's like a disco, uh, it's like a, yeah, it's like a disco kind of beat. So I don't know. Like that's that's uh, that's something. Um, sure, sure. As another band, uh, I, I've been listening to. I don't know if they're underground. They're probably getting a little bit more popular. And then one one more for the road is White Denim, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Austin band, uh, I believe. Um, kind of uh, new new rock. Um, I'll give them a listen if you're if you're a fan of any of uh, a, a fan of any rock of any sort. Okay, I like it. I, I will say, uh, I guess I don't think she's underground, but I, I do like Lauren Daigle. I don't think she gets the appreciation uh, that uh, people should be giving her. I think she's got a voice that's equivalent to Adela. There, I said it. <laughs> uh, I went to a concert with my girlfriend. That's actually one of her favorite artists, and man, people were moved by her voice. It was a Christmas concert, but. She sang a couple of her actual original songs, and yeah, people were were moved. It was very like a nice. spiritual experience. So, yeah, very cool. Very her. cool. Shout out to Lauren Daigle. Uh, final question for both of you: Any uh, shout outs you want to give to anyone outside of the realm of music? Friends, mm-hmm. family, dogs, cats. I guess uh, shameless plug: the Anox, um, all my cousins, aunties, uncles. Um, Oh, my my uh, my friend who's a PJ Tour caddy, Daryl Atten. He does a podcast with me, Golf Stories podcast. Uh, his friend Adam Harding, who's a Ping PGA Tour equipment dude. Uh, just all those kind of guys uh, that helps make that go on. And uh, just yeah, family friends. How about you? How about a shout out to you, Alex, for having us. Oh, on. stop! Stop uh, it. What about you, Keaton? Uh, I'd like to shout out Sea Dog, aka. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's big court's birthday today she's turning 20 um september 28th we're both september babies um 
I'll uh, catch up with you this weekend. See nasty, but until then, uh, ha- yeah, have a happy birthday. Um, shout out, uh, yeah, shout out all my haters. Um, mm-hmm. You're, at, uh, I don't know what you're doing right now, but just know that my entire existence um, is uh, is uh, is to prove you wrong. That's what I. That's what I live for. I wake up early. I think, how am I gonna? How am I going to prove my haters wrong? So shout out my haters. Uh, shout out you, Alex. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, any final comments before we wrap this episode up? I think we're, we're Gucci gang. We got it. Very yeah. nice. Very nice. Well, thank you guys for joining, and thank you all for listening. Thank you, Andrew Ferguson, for making the theme song. If you like his stuff, go check him out with The Dwell. Uh, I think they're making music soon. I don't know if they've released it yet, but it's The Dwell. D-W-E-L-L. Um, if you have any song requests, please send them my way to man. It's a hot one at outlook.com. That is man. It's a hot one at outlook.com. And make sure you put your hot ones in. Forget about us in the email as well. I hope to see you all here next Friday as we continue our journey to the wonderful world of music. As to answer the question, is it better than Smooth by Santana? I like to end this episode like I like to end every episode by reading my new favorite comment from the Smooth by Santana music video on YouTube. This one comes from a guy named Mark Fairhall who says, rumor has it. The brothers got the idea for the name when they saw it tattooed on a man's forehead while on holiday in New Zealand in the tourist town of Rotoria. I don't, I don't know what that means necessarily. Might be a bot on that one. <laughs> uh, creative points awarded to that commenter. All right. Well, thank you guys once again, and thank you all for listening. And don't forget, give me your heart, make it real, or else forget about it. I'm Alex. This was Is It Better Than Smooth by Santana, and I'll see you all next time. 